Sunday, December 19th, 2021. The Fourth Sunday of Advent. The Gospel today narrates the visit of Mary to Elizabeth, her relative. Luke has a peculiar way of creating intense dramatic moments as he narrates his Gospel. The meeting of Mary with Elizabeth is one such moment. The passages before this text depicts two parallel Annunciation narratives, one to Zechariah and the other to Mary. In the passage today, the women from the two stories meet to share their miracles. Luke has prepared for this moment well with some prophetic and intense spiritual conversation. He even has Mary sing a magnificent hymn to highlight the moment. But this moment has more to it than just the meeting of the two women. In this encounter, John learns of the presence of the Messiah, even from within his mother's womb, and gets anointed by the Holy Spirit. Moreover, John, being a prophet after the Old Testament tradition, witnesses the embrace between the Old and the New Testaments. From this moment, the whole of the Old Testament will be read in the light of the new. Mary's purpose for the visit includes seeing for herself the sign given to her by the angel about Elizabeth's six-month pregnancy. For Elizabeth, it was during the silent euphoria of her untimely pregnancy that Mary arrived. It was when all her hopes for bearing a child had vanished that God gave her that child. The Lord intervenes, not only when we are waiting, but also when we quit waiting. For Mary, the words of Elizabeth are a confirmation of the mystery of her own pregnancy. The duo are mothers of great leaders who will change the destiny of the world. Luke has highlighted this significant moment beautifully. When Mary greets Elizabeth, John leaps in the womb out of recognition of the presence of the Savior in his midst. It was too early in pregnancy for Jesus to show any movement in Mary's womb. But dwelling on that moment of the meeting for meditation is rewarding. Words had become rare in Elizabeth's house. John might have heard very few words since Zechariah had gone dumb and probably deaf. Remember, at the time of the circumcision of John, people talked to Zechariah in sign language, as he was probably not able to hear them. So, except for Elizabeth's occasional humming of a prayer or a psalm, John probably had not heard any significant voices. Mary's voice and the presence of the Savior, then, were like a rain in a summer drought. Jesus would learn the art of visiting to celebrate and console, even as he was in Mary's womb. It was the first of many of his visits that would follow. Visits to the temple, to the house of Mary and Martha, to the mother-in-law of Peter, and many more. Mary might have even told Jesus what happened to John when he visited him when they were still in their mother's wombs. Mary is the sign of a tabernacle on the move, the church going forth to where she is needed, like a field hospital. 
one sentence in the gospel captures the human predicament outstandingly. Blessed are you who believed that God promises would be fulfilled. Elizabeth had wavered between belief and disbelief for the six months of her pregnancy. The revelation of the pregnancy was to Zechariah, not to her. By now, with Zechariah deaf and dumb, how could he have communicated the possibility, the miracle of the untimely pregnancy, even to Elizabeth? She believed Zechariah's story after her pregnancy, and now she is convinced that nothing is impossible for God. Her appreciation of Mary's faith comes from her personal experience of that miracle. Elizabeth's comment has even deeper importance. When we get used to the darkness, with no hope of having any light, when we get accustomed to the blindness in faith, when we are already reconciled to the unrelenting darkness, the day dawns unexpectedly. Elizabeth and Mary teach us that lesson. Never shall darkness overcome anyone forever. There is hope even in the middle of the thickest darkness. As a poet sang, Never was there a night that did not meet the dawn. Never was there a shower that rained forever. I, I keep a grudge against the evangelist John when he makes the heroines sing a duet, not bothering to bring together the men, Zachariah and Joseph, maybe over a cup of wine and making them tango a little. <laughs> well, realities are not as picture perfect as my romanticized expectations.